From Port Orchard, Washington, this is the Story Night Podcast. We tell stories here. My name is Stephen Gardner, and I'm the host. And just to remind you, when I say this is coming from Port Orchard, or why I say it's from Port Orchard, when our events are at the Cloverleaf Sports Bar and Grill in Bremerton every month, it's because that when I'm recording the podcast, I like to let you know where I am at the moment. And most often, because we made the choice to move to a home in Port Orchard, uh, otherwise known as the red-headed stepsister of Kitsap County, that's what a former mayor said it was, like it was being treated like that. I think redheads were offended, or, or their parents were offended. I, I don't know. I don't remember. I, I don't know why redheads would be redheads would be treated any differently than any other stepsister or stepbrother or, or both. At any rate, uh, I'm in Port Orchard right now, and when I get a chance to be somewhere else, I'll, I'll tell you that I am somewhere else, like Seattle at a Mariners game or something like that. And uh, uh, and and I will go to Mariners games, and probably the likelihood that they are con- going to continue to stay awful is going to make it more possible for me to go because tickets will be cheap. For those of you speaking of baseball and and things where the uh, score is tallied, for those of you scoring at home, this is episode number one zero two. Well, Lordy, frickin' God! Schaefer is the one beer to have when you're having more than one. Well, apparently, if you're only having one, don't bother with that brand. I played that ad because I was trying to find an ad for beer uh, uh, for uh, Brew 102, which is a beer brand that I believe no longer exists, though it kind of featured prominently in my life. I never had one, but I grew up in Los Angeles, and you would drive around. Uh, if you drove around downtown Los Angeles, I it may have been the 101 freeway. I don't know, but one of those freeways you would drive by, and it would go right by this factory that uh, created uh, Brew 102. And I don't know what happened, but I, I believe that uh, the company folded sometime in the 70s, but the building was there for quite a while, uh, I, I guess, uh, from what I've read, until 1984. I'm going to find a story here that um, says uh, what happened here. So uh, the Meyer Brew, Brewing Company, uh, let's see. So, um, you know, during the Second World War, a lot of beer companies had to create uh, fake beer, basically beer with no alcohol. And uh, after World War II, the Meyer Brewing Company rebranded its original pale lager as Brew 102. And advertisements suggested, this is according to KCET, uh, they suggested that the brewery had tried 101 unsuccessful recipes before settling on the new brew. Based on anyone I ever knew who had it, uh, whoever was experimenting with the brews must have just got tired of, of of experimenting because I never heard a good word about it. I knew of one, uh, one man in our uh, circle of friends who drank it. This was when I was a kid. Otherwise, I, I never knew anybody who liked it. So uh, the beer tangent has nothing to do with what this week's story is about. This story comes from Jason Gould. He told the story in April when the theme was greed. 
The judges rated his story as the best of the night. Here's Jason. The year was 1981. I was 11 years old. This is a story about greed. A lot happened that day. Bear with me as I try to remember all the details. My mom was in between husbands, and we were staying with my grandmother and my grandfather. And uh, family's pretty close. Uh, my great-grandmother used to make these ceramic items, and one of them happened to be a cookie dish. It was a mushroom, and the top came off, and it was always full of Fig Newtons. I love Fig Newtons. Anybody else like Fig Newtons? Yes. Okay. The, the devil's biscuits. <laughs> so my mother and her mom, my grandmother and grandfather, were going to go out with their best friend, Captain Bly, and his wife. Um, they owned a boat. They're going to go crabbing. But they also drank a lot. And I was terrified of my mother when she was sober. Add gasoline to that. And there you go. So before she leaves, I get to watch TV. I got the run of the house. She says, don't go anywhere. Stay out of the cookies. I counted them. I didn't want a cookie. Now I wanted a cookie. <laughs> and so they leave, and I'm minding my own business, and they're just getting louder and louder. And I'm starting to think, you know, she couldn't have counted them, you know. She probably just looked at the level. Just a quick precursory little glance and figures as long as the level's the same, that's no problem. But before that, I thought, well, if she did count them, did she count the whole cookies as one or the pieces? So then we got into fractional math. <laughs> and so I'm eating the little bits and pieces thinking I got a pass. And... I arranged them to where they looked legit, and I, you know, put it back on. I'm sitting there, minding my own business, pretty proud of myself. And I just can't stop thinking about these cookies. So I go back, and I lift the lid, and I think, whoa, 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 wait. If she looked at the level, if I arranged them so, I could take the ones that, I don't, that, that don't build up. So now we're into architecture. <laughs> and so this worked the first time. The second time, and I don't know what happened because I got the point of no return. I didn't have enough Fig Newtons to maintain the level, and I thought I've already crossed the Rubicon, and I ate all the cookies. <laughs> now, you have to understand, this was a death sentence. I'd only seen 11 years on the planet. I was stuck, and I, not only did I disobey my mother, it was an act of open defiance. I didn't eat one cookie. I ate them all. <laughs> and I didn't know what to do. And we were of the faith, and I just felt that this was my moment. And I prayed. And I was like, dear Jesus, I'm in a bind. I'm sorry. I disobeyed my mother. I was dishonorable, and there was sin in my heart, and the, oh, those uh, uh, Fig Newtons, I, I just, I couldn't help myself. I accept responsibility, but you got to see me through on this one. I'm 11, and I think I'm going to see you real soon. <laughs> so if you could just find it in your heart 
to give me a pass on this one, I swear I will never eat another Fig Newton for the rest of my days. And I heard the car door slam. I knew the gig was up. And my mother and her mother were arguing. They were just yelling and screaming and, and, and just I, I'm very upset. And I thought, great, they've been drinking all day. And she's going to walk in. And my life is going to stop. Just, just make it quick and painless. And she's yelling out the door. She's coming. She's just drenched. And she says, I can't believe you did that to me. I'm your daughter. And grandma's screaming something and just incoherent and stomping around. And she walks past the cookie jar. Oh. Okay, all right, <clears throat> what are we going to do about the cookies? And so my grandmother comes in, she's all soaking wet, and she turns and she's yelling to my grandfather, what is she so angry about? It was an emergency, I wasn't thinking clearly. And I'm thinking, what's going on? And she walks past the cookie jar, like, all right, this just might work out. <laughs> and here comes my grandfather, Norm. I'm going to stop right there, because here's what happened, why they were wet. They got to drinking. They're sharing stories. They're pulling up crab pots. They used to go hiking together and, and, and riding horses, and they started swapping stories and talking trash, and one reached for the other, pushed them back. The other one held on so they didn't land in the boat. Neither of them know how to swim. My mom, to this day, but my grandmother had this uncanny ability, this buoyancy in her butt. <laughs> that if she balanced just right, she'd stay afloat. It was like she was sitting in an invisible chair. And apparently in my mom's desperation, as she's drowning, she sees her mother and she reaches for her. And my grandmother kicks her away. <laughs> and the shock... Of being the, 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 the mother's love, the, that the maternal instinct just crashed. And my mother stood up and went, you kicked me in the face. I can't believe it. The water's up to here. And so when grandmother realizes it, she kind of cucks herself up. And she's like, everything's fine. Mad at each other. Total drama. So that's how they got wet. So here comes Norm. Looks at the cookie jar. And he reaches for it. I'm shaking. I'm shaking now. He lifts the lid, looks inside, sets the lid down, walks over to the cupboard, and there was a brand new package of Fig Newtons. Put them in. You want one? I politely declined, <laughs> and that was 38 years ago. I have never had a Fig Newton again. younger days i think this ad was in the 70s i loved this ad 
Uh, though I got, the, I, and if I memorized the song, though I got one of the verses wrong. I used to say cakey, but not flaky, and I think it's tasty cakey, into the cakey. Uh, on the inside, wrap the inside with the outside. Is it good? Darn tootin'. I, I didn't get that part right either, but uh, at any rate, it was a, that was a fun song of the guy dressed up like a fig. Um, and, and at that point, I had never had a Fig Newton. I didn't have a Fig Newton until I went on a diet in my 20s. Uh, and, and it was a fat-free diet. And Fig Newtons advertised, at least they had a brand that they said was fat-free. Here's a little tip, though. Uh, and, and maybe this, this advice is coming to you uh, as it would have been for me about 25, 20, 30 years too late. When they say fat-free... If there's you got you still got to look at the ingredients and see if there's sugar in there because sugar will convert to fat. Enemans was another one that created these pastries that they said was fat free, but it had sugar. So for some reason that passed as fat free. I don't know. At any rate, that has nothing to do with Jason's story either. I thank Jason for his story about his adventure with the Fig Newtons, um, and. Uh, and uh, and I like oh and I and I should say I love Fig Newtons and um, uh, whatever he hasn't eaten I, well I wouldn't say I've made up for it but uh, I will occasionally enjoy a, a Newton. If you look on the uh, picture for this uh, podcast episode, I could not find a picture of a Fig Newton that I wouldn't end up. Well, anyway, I I couldn't. I had a hard time finding a good picture of a Fig Newton, but uh, I think we're doing okay. At any rate, uh, as far as this podcast goes, it is available. Uh, uh, not only is it available on the storynight.org website, you can hear it on podcast apps like iTunes, Stitcher, Himalaya, CastBox, and Overcast. And if the, news, if the new episodes aren't showing up on the app you use, let me know and I'll see what I can do. Also, please write a review of the podcast. That especially works on iTunes. I'm not sure why. I'm not sure what it benefits us. But it will help to get more listeners if more of you write uh, reviews. Story Night events themselves are a partnership between Story Night and the Kitsap Regional Library. And we have our events the first Thursday of every month at the Cloverleaf Sports Bar and Grill in Bremerton. There will be two exceptions this year. Uh, we will be on the second Thursday in July and in October. The rest of those will be first Thursday as usual. The next story night is Thursday, June 6th, and the theme is squeamish. If you haven't checked out the new website, please do. Come to storynight.org. Storynight.org. Don't forget the dot there. That's kind of an important ingredient. Storynight.org. See all that we have there. We have a calendar that has dates for our events through the rest of the year and other storytelling events you might like to attend. Though now that I think about it, I'm not sure I've, I've updated the calendar for uh, the October and July events. Well, July I have. I'm not sure about October. On Facebook and on Twitter, our handle is Story Night Wa. If you search for those, you'll be able to find us. Our exit song this time for episode number 102 is The Wait by Pretenders. Thank you all for listening. We look forward to hearing your story. Hurts. 
I don't think this one's got the distance. 